0: Welcome back to another episode of The Serial Killer. I'm your host, Jeremy Skaggs. This week, The Deadly Dames. Starting with Bertha Gifford. Date of birth, October 30th, 1871. She died August 20th, 1951. Victims, 3 to 17. Crime spree, the 1900s to 1928. In the state of Missouri, caught 1928 Bertha Alice Williams was born in Morse Mill Missouri she was one of ten children she was married to Henry Graham they had a daughter Lila following Graham's death she married Eugene Gifford they had a son James Gifford was renowned in her community for her cooking skills and caring for sick people though five people died in her care prompting a grand jury investigation in 1928. Gifford was arrested in Eureka, Missouri, charged with three murders. After exhuming three bodies, all were found with large amounts of arsenic in their systems. Gifford was put on trial and found not guilty by reason of insanity. She was committed to the Missouri State Hospital Number 4, where she stayed till she died in 1951. Gifford cared for a total of 17 people who died under her care. Welcome back. Our next of the deadliest deadly dames is Cynthia Kaufman, date of birth, January 19th, 1962, Victims 2, Crimes Spree, October, November of 1986, State, California, she was caught November 14th, 1986. Kaufman was born in St. Louis, Missouri. After her parents split, she was raised by her mom, who tried to give her kids away at some point. At age of 18, Kaufman married and became a mom, The marriage didn't last long. She moved to Arizona with a friend where she met James Marlowe. Not much after he had gotten out of jail. They started to use meth, got married, committed violent crimes. Kaufman and Marlowe were accused of killing four women in October and November of 1986. Arrested on November 14, 86, Kaufman confessed to the murders. Her lawyer stated she loved Marlowe, but he beat brainwashed and starved her so she didn't run when the crime sprees began. They were put on trial in July of 89 and in 1990 sentenced to death. Kaufman was the first woman to receive the death penalty since it was reinstated in 1977 in the state of California. Another trial in 1992 convicted her of another murder. She got a life sentence on that one. Kaufman is still on death row in Central California Women's Facility. Welcome back to the serial killer. Our final deadly dame, Christine Falling, born March 12th, 1963, victim six, crime span from 1980 to 82 in the state of Florida. Christine Laverne Slaughter was the youngest child in an unusual family. Her father, Thomas, was 65, and her mom, Anne, was 16 at the time of her birth. The family was well below the poverty line, causing Christine to grow up without the necessary support a child needs. She was considered mentally challenged. She also had epilepsy. She spent a lot of time in orphanages growing up. She had pent-up anger issues. She killed small animals, especially cats, causing the animals to fall from heights, testing their nine lives. In 1977, she was forced to marry a man named Goober Falling. The marriage lasted six weeks. She became very ill, and in a two-year period, she was hospitalized 50 times. She suffered from hallucinations complaining of red dots and bad irregular menstrual bleeding. To make money, she began babysitting. February 25, 1980, two-year-old Cassidy Johnson went to the doctor's office where she was diagnosed with meningitis caused by brain injury. Three days later, she died of internal injuries. Falling stated she fell from her crib. The doctor not believing falling, Recommended on a police notepad for falling to be checked on. This notepad was lost on its way to the police department. Falling moved to Lakeland, Florida, two months later in 1980. Four-year-old Jeffrey Davis died while under her supervision. Doctors suspected myocarditis. I'm probably saying that wrong, but I'm sorry. But didn't think that this alone caused the death. Three days later, her his funeral took place. Falling was asked to oversee her cousin, two-year-old Joseph Spring. He died a few hours later. Doctors diagnosed a viral infection. In July 1981, Falling left Lakeland and returned to her hometown of Perry in North Florida, where she started working in a nursing home as a nursing assistant. 77-year-old William Swindle Died in his kitchen on the same day as falling started caring for him in the fall of the same year. The daughter of Christine's half sister, and now we're starting to get really messed up here. Eight month old Jennifer Daniels died while away at a supermarket. She left her daughter with Christine. Why Jennifer's mom was away at a supermarket, uh, for a few moments in the car. Uh, during which time the girl stopped breathing. Doctors suspected SIDS, Sudden Infant Death Syndrome. The turning point of this traumatic death streak was when 10-week-old Travis Coleman died July 2nd of 1982 while in Christine's care. Doctors found injuries consistent with suffocation. When contacted by police, falling confessed to killing three children, telling officers she heard voices saying, kill the baby. She suffocated them with pillows and blankets. Falling was sentenced to life in prison in December of 1982. After serving 25 years in prison, she was eligible for parole. It was rejected November, 2017. She will be eligible for parole again in 2024. Let's hope they keep someone like her behind bars. Anyways, thank you again for listening to uh, The Serial Killer. I'm your host, Jeremy Skaggs. Also, remember, we are on Twitter the serial kill 11 at the serial kill 11 on Twitter. Would love for get some followers. Um, so far, nobody's been following really. I think I have two, but, uh, it's okay. I enjoy doing this show and, uh, the, the the plays have been going up, so I guess, obviously, you guys are enjoying listening to it, too, and I will be back again next week. Hopefully, I won't take as long to get an episode out, maybe by Thursday or Friday of this coming week. But anyways, y'all, thank you for listening, and this has been The Serial Killer.